Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome back. Today's episode is the first of season three's bonus episodes and I'm joined by the award-winning beauty journalist Sam Silver and the fashion and celebrity stylist Gemma Rose Brieger who jointly founded This Is Mothership, an online platform designed to share practical tips and tricks on beauty and fashion for busy mums. In today's episode we talk about how and why Sam and Gemma came to found This Is Mothership their own pregnancy challenges, how having babies affected their careers, and they, of course, impart some wisdom on the best products around to tackle everything from lacklustre skin to bags under eyes. And with Sam and Gemma, hi. 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 How are you two? Good. Good. Thank you so much for having us. This is so exciting. Thank you for coming on. Now, we're going to talk about motherhood. I'd like you to both outline very briefly, or rather, maybe not so briefly, but just outline what you did before, prior to becoming a mum. In our past lives. Past lives. (laughs) um, So I was a fashion and celebrity stylist. Mm -hmm. Um, I worked as a stylist for Topshop for about six years and then I was involved in various different things with that and towards the end of that I went out to New York and launched the styling service in the first American store when they first opened there and then I came home from there and realised I couldn't really progress any further Mm -hmm. within Topshop so I decided to go freelance which I've done for about eight years Mm -hmm. um at the time didn't really know what freelance was was just like hey everyone's going freelance I'm just going to do that too um and I'd I got my first client was styling the cover of You magazine, mm-hmm. obviously through a connection that I'd met while working at Topshop, and it just took off from there. So I did that for around eight years, did a variety of different celebs, mm-hmm. uh, magazine work. Uh, I worked on X Factor doing the styling for that mm-hmm. for one series, which was wild, um, but not something I would Who were you again. styling? I did all the girls, oh. so female contestants. Okay. Yeah. Um, was it a really quick turnover then? It was ridiculous. Yeah. I worked seven days a week. Yeah. I'd, come in from the studios at 2am I'd be back there at 6am 6, 6 it was Christ, yeah. it was horrendous and wonderful at the same time right. it was an absolutely brilliant experience I probably wouldn't be where I am now if I hadn't done something like that mm-hmm. and also seeing that side of TV because I'd never really worked in TV before so I'm really glad I did it but then quite soon after that probably I fell pregnant with my daughter Belle was that planned yes and then when I was pregnant with her I was like no I love my job so much mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep doing this this is fine and then I had her and I was like oh my goodness, I can't leave her. I love her. I then went back to work when she was six weeks old. So my agent at the time was like, hey, this job's come in, just go and do it. It's an easy one, it's fine. Mm. Um, And I went to the shoot, it was styling something and I ended up having to pump my boobs on set and I found a little janitor's cupboard and I was perched up on the toilet. Obviously, six weeks in, super hormonal, first time I'd left my baby, sobbing, trying to get milk out and everything and the art director came banging on the door and was like, I need the stylist on set, why have you left the set? I called my mum, I was like, I can't do this, what am I doing? Like, sobbing. Left, and I was like, I need to work out a plan, because this clearly isn't going to work. Just to butt in, you've missed out two really important factors, that you also styled Britney and Rihanna. (laughs) I styled Britney and Rihanna. (laughs) That was during my time at Topshop. Okay. Um, 
I used to work on something called Topshop to Go. So mm-hmm. we'd go to people's houses and hotel rooms and style them there. Amazing. And it originally was a service for just anybody could could phone and book up. It became more for sort of celebrities and people who a, didn't have the time to come into store and B, yeah. it was too much of a hassle for them to come into store, obviously, with paparazzi and people hounding them and stuff. So we'd take all the clothes to the hotel room. And so with Brittany, she was actually about to go and perform on X Factor. This is after she shaved her head. And so... We styled her in her hotel room mm-hmm. and then watched out the window as she... So she went down into the underground car park and mm-hmm. got in her van and we watched out the window as this van pulled out of the underground and paparazzi literally jumped on the roof of the car and like, oh was on, like banging on the roof um, and on the windscreen and stuff. And I just... I literally wanted to cry for her. I was like, this is so horrendous that this is what someone has to go so through. so horrendous. And then she went and drove to Wembley and performed live in X Factor. So I remember, like, racing in a cab home. I was yeah. like, I need to get home before she gets to Wembley. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And everything and watched her. Um, and that was the first time that she got positive press from after... For what she was wearing. What was she wearing. What was she wearing? Oh, I, was like, oh. I need to, like, bring out the pictures. Yeah. So she yeah. had on snake print um, black leather trousers with, like, a big baggy band t-shirt yeah. and with some amazing fake, like, Mongolian shaggy jacket. Okay. She looked amazing. So you're dressing really yeah. huge yeah. people. And then what did you think you were going to do then? So you decided it wasn't going to work. It's funny because obviously the celebrity stuff sounds amazing, but it's yeah. it's it's just a day job. It's not yeah. anything that's I'm sure everyone knows that kind of thing. Um, it's not anything that would keep me there or keep me doing it. Yeah, my daughter was coming first, and that was that. Mm-hmm. So throughout my pregnancy, I'd wanted to um, buy certain things like maternity clothes and changing bag, and I literally couldn't find anything anywhere mm-hmm. that was what I thought was sort of different enough and cool enough and inspirational. Um, and I remember. It was my 30th birthday when I was pregnant and my girlfriends had asked what they what I wanted and so they all chipped in and I said I want this machine old backpack yeah. um, and I wanted to use it as a baby changing bag and my friends were like, don't be so ridiculous. My friends were my kids, don't be so ridiculous, you can't use that as a changing bag. And I was like, yes I can. Yeah. I still use that bag four years later. Do <laughs> I you? I still used it for belt throughout everything, used it for my son Ace as well. Yeah. Um, and so then I was like, why is there nothing out there showing women mm-hmm. what to do and how to dress and... Mm-hmm. Um, and that everyone doesn't need to have just a floral ditzy print changing bag. Like there, there was options out there. There was just no one that had collated them all together and said, mm. "This is where you should go for it." It was just there was only one view of motherhood yeah. at that time. Yeah, I think. and it was that um, you should like be frumpy, old fashioned, yeah. and not yourself. Not yeah. yourself. Yeah. Now, four years later, it's brilliant. Like it's I love when I go down to the park scene. and you see yeah. people in dresses yeah. and trainers and like totally mixing it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so throughout pregnancy, I struggled finding things, and then once I had Belle. And so Instagram was just, for me anyway, it was just sort of becoming something. Mm-hmm. And me and Sam followed each other, but didn't know each other at mm-hmm. all. And so we'd obviously been in sort of similar work circles and probably been on similar shoots at the same time in the same studios, but never actually crossed paths. Mm-hmm. And so we had our kids around the same time. There's probably three months difference. Yeah, Leo's May yeah. and Belle's yeah. July. July. So yeah. Um, so she had commented saying put up a post saying like she wants to get new clothes now that she's had her baby and getting her figure back and where should she go shopping there's nowhere out there apart from Mm -hmm. like little crop tops and Mm -hmm. she doesn't want to wear that so I commented on her post taking like the first step in our relationship saying like go to M&S in Westfield they've got like massive changing rooms it's all just been done up Mm -hmm. Um, the clothes are amazing just now you can fit the buggy and blah 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 and then a few weeks later I talked about how I wanted to bleach my hair and dye it pink yeah and I didn't know where to go and Sam had messaged saying go to wherever you'd recommend I, I wonder what yeah, it was. I told you to go to Bleach London was it? yeah um, and then so then I'd kind of had this idea for starting something and so then I just thought I need someone to do it with I mm-hmm. want someone 
beauty side because I didn't know anything about that at the time. Yeah. So I sent Sam a message one night saying, like, hey, I know we don't know each other at all. I want to start this business. I want to do it with somebody mm-hmm. in the beauty side. Do you want to do it with me? P.S. Ignore this if this is the weirdest thing you've yeah. heard. So I was, um, at the time, at uh, the beauty editor at Stylist Magazine, mm-hmm. where I'd been for been there for seven years and um, got pregnant with Leo. Mm-hmm. And Did you plan to get pregnant? Planned to get pregnant with yeah. Leo. We'd been married for a couple of years and decided that we wanted to have a baby. And so we decided to start trying, but we actually didn't... It, we were really lucky and it mm-hmm. happened much quicker than we thought. And I then did have a freak out. I don't know if you had a freak out when you got pregnant with Belle, but I had a freak out because I was like, oh my God, my like this is really quick. Like mm-hmm. My career's going really well. Actually, I didn't freak like, out because it took me so long. Yeah, so it's it was different. That, yeah. Um, I was like, my career's going really well. Um, nobody else in the industry had kids right. or was having kids. Mm-hmm. Like um, There was nobody really that I could look to that was like me that had had kids. I felt like... I was, like, the first one doing this, and everyone else was kind of still, like, going out having fun, and I was like, is everyone going to think that this is a really silly time to take a year out and, you know, have a kid? So I was like, it's fine, I can keep going the whole way through my pregnancy. It's like, I can still go to New York Fashion Week. I can still do this. I can still do that. And I was going to New York... I went to New York Fashion Week at 30 weeks pregnant backstage, like, still taking notes because I just kind of didn't want anyone to see it as, you know anything was going to change. Yeah. I could still do my job just as well. I could still do everything. And you also have to work so hard to have a career, like either of your careers. Yeah. It's like, I think that it's easy to overlook so that side yeah, of it. It's you looked it's, for years. Yeah. It's been taken yeah. years. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, I was finally, I think I'd just been acting beauty director mm. and stylist. Um, and then I was going to take this year off. And I remember like telling everyone, oh no, it's fine. I'm just taking a gap year. Mm. Like it's like a gap year. I'll be back. <laughs> and I was like, I'll be back after eight months. Right. Definitely we'll be back after eight months. And then I had Leo and I was like, I'm, I don't want to take eight months. I want to take a year. Yeah. And definitely I changed in that year 100%. Okay. And I, from somebody who, who was like, this is not going to change me. It really did change me in so many different ways. Mm. Um, so yeah, so I was on, I decided to take a year, so I was on maternity leave, and I, it was four and a half years ago, so it was this cusp where things were changing, and I was sure, when I left Stylist, that they were going to do like this 360, and I was mm-hmm. going to come back, and instead of just working on the magazine, which was really fast-paced, and a weekly magazine, um, everyone was going to be working on digital as well, so I yep. thought, I need to teach myself some web skills while mm-hmm. I'm off, so... Um, you know, while Leo was napping and things, I decided to launch like a mum beauty blog because mm-hmm. I still was really into beauty and I still wanted to tell people about it and talk about it. But I was like, you know what? No one's talking about this in a mum point of view and the mm-hmm. products that are really easy to use like, with one hand while you've got your baby on your knee and mm-hmm. stuff. So I was like, I'll do this and I'll teach myself some web skills at the same time. It'll be brilliant. But then I didn't, I'd like launched and I built it, but I hadn't really done much with it. Mm-hmm. So then about three weeks before I went back to Stylist, I got this DM one night <laughs> and from this random girl that I'd never met. Yeah. I was lying in bed with Nick. So it was on Twitter yeah. and I don't even have Twitter anymore. And I was like, God, this weird, this random girl's just messaged yeah. me saying yeah. she wants to meet up and do something. And he was like, well kind of what else are you doing tomorrow and I was like that is very true so I messaged back straight away and I was like yeah I can come to your house tomorrow where do you live the thing is that you realize when you're a mum is you have no time ever so you just have to make 
quick decisions, do things really quickly. There's no mm-hmm. time for pro- procrastinating. There's no time for anything. So we were like, right, do we get on? Mm-hmm. We got on quite well. So we were like, okay, <laughs> let's do this. Let's have you. What does it like, say? Let's do this. So yeah. we, we thought of the name. We, we bought a domain name in our first meeting. Wow. We were like, hi, stranger, let's go into business and buy a domain name. Yeah. And then the next night she came to my house and we built a website at my kitchen table. I was like, hi, husband, here's my new business partner. <laughs> and I just knew within three weeks, if this wasn't done and up, by the time I went back to stylist, Mm-hmm. It would just never, it would, yeah. it would never happen. Yeah. So we built the website. We loaded loads of content. Yeah. We made an Instagram. So yeah. what was the? What did you want to do? You wanted to help women to have tips on how. Yeah. They yeah. Could look, so we, yeah. we felt like as. Um, you know, we were industry experts and we combined had over 20 years experience in the fashion and beauty industry, but we both felt completely like, whoa, yeah. when we entered this new mum phase, that our bodies had changed and we changed and but our then needs no- changed. Nobody and... was talking to us. Like, no one was right. talking we to us. We were these new people and there was obviously loads and loads and loads of us all new mums. Yeah. Yeah. There was no brands talking to us, there was no magazines talking to us in the way that we wanted to be spoken so to. So like going back to, like, you want to like make, like feel good so mm-hmm. if feeling good if looking good helps you to feel good if you've got a baby balanced on your knee you can only do your makeup with one hand yeah. so what are the products that you can do a full face of in one hand in one minute 17 seconds like yeah. i was the best placed person to mm-hmm. give this information to all of these women from trying everything and all yeah. of this experience generally the same like dressing body shapes really quickly and making like really easy style hacks and beauty tricks so i think people people always like generally learn what their body shape is and what suits them the most and stuff and then all of a sudden and they've known it for years and then all of a sudden you have a new body yeah for you what were the changes you noticed and how was that challenging i personally didn't notice that many changes what what i felt more was i'm desperate to get back into my old clothes and feel like a normal person like my old normal self and obviously the clothes didn't fit i had to go up a couple of sizes at the time right um but but had your shape changed significantly not really so i think i was very lucky i think a lot of it's metabolism and your genetics and everything my mum was the same I was breastfeeding as well so mm-hmm. I think I was lucky enough that I went back to normal and I could fit in my normal clothes mm-hmm. pretty soon after but I had to adapt it for breastfeeding so yeah and I think and people were like you have to go out and buy this ugly breastfeeding top and mm-hmm. I'm like why can't I wear my own clothes like if I feel comfortable enough getting a bit of my boob out mm-hmm. I don't understand why I can't just put on a normal top of mine and so I just learned different ways to adapt it by putting like a vest under and layering and that kind of thing so I think it was more changing the clothes I actually wore rather mm-hmm. than my body shape and everything for me i feel like clothes clothes wise even though while i was pregnant i was still working in town on a magazine so i was still going to really fancy places to launches on trips so i kind of had this uniform of like leather maternity trousers Mm -hmm. and like a top and a blazer and like i would still look quite smart Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden i was on maternity leave and i was going nowhere except the park or the cafe so for me i actually found that initial change into like everything's just really comfy and like mm. you, nothing really looks that nice I'm literally wearing jeans and a jumper did you feel slobbish then yeah yeah and I feel like maybe that's why how a lot of new mums feel because yeah. you actually don't have anywhere to go and unless you're forcing yourself mm. yeah. to make a bit more effort and get a bit more dressed up which you would have done because that's your career exactly like most but, people but don't also interestingly yeah completely get that like I I love getting dressed up every day I love getting dressed I love clothes and putting it all together and stuff and the same way with you with makeup you probably yeah. always had your face done whereas yeah. I wouldn't have done that and and then it took a while for me to realize that that's what makes me feel put together like when yeah. I'm dressed nicely 
and I've got just some red lipstick on, yeah. and then I feel like... So do you think yeah. that's really important then? Because, I again, the mindset that I've been fed about motherhood, and I don't have children, but the thing that I've always thought is, you know, when you give birth to your children, and it's this wonderful time of, like, bucolic bliss. And actually, I know that realistically that's probably not true. I would want to wear makeup. Exactly. Like, I feel yeah. that that's quite part of my identity. We are yeah. both so, massive believers in, like, putting your face on to making yourself feel done. I don't I mean, do, like, yeah. I don't mean, like, layers and layers of foundation. Literally, and like, a little bit of concealer and mascara yeah. Makes you feel Big so much better on a day that yeah. your baby's been up all night, and mm-hmm. you're literally all you all you have to do is walk to Costa to get a coffee. But if you just put a little bit of concealer, yeah. a bit of bronzer, and mascara on, we I just felt like I felt so much better. It's more because then you look in the mirror and you're like, hey, I don't look like that tired, haggard person yeah. I did ten minutes ago. Yeah, and that will instantly perk you up a bit. Yeah. If you don't, if you look in the mirror and you don't look tired, you feel less tired automatically. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Both of you started this new enterprise and then you went back to your jobs as well. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Well, I think it all came part and parcel of the fact that we, our identities were so tied up in these careers. Like Mm -hmm. for me, if I wasn't, hi, I'm Sam from Stylist, Mm -hmm. who was I? Because I'd been Sam from Stylist for seven years. I loved my job Mm -hmm. so much and I was really excited to go back. Um, And I could only go back four days. They only offered me four days. Um, my hours had to change in order to pick Leo up from nursery. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked eight till five rather mm-hmm. than um, eight thirty till five rather than nine thirty till six. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty much getting up before he went to nursery. And my husband would drop him at nursery, racing to town. Mm-hmm. I got promoted to um, beauty director to head of the department as well, which was an an amazing um, thing for stylists to do for somebody coming back from maternity leave. And I was like, I have to give this 110%. Mm-hmm. But then also we had this as mothership, which we didn't really know what, what was happening with it. And we didn't mm-hmm. really know where it would go, but it kind of grew. Well, we knew, we never, ever thought it would get to where it is now. No. We never had a conversation about that. We, knew there, was was an, we knew there was an audience yeah. for it. But, but you didn't have, like, a business plan. We didn't no. have a business plan. Uh, we, like, we, we built it on a win in, like, yeah. a three-hour meeting. Yeah. yeah. We never thought we'd leave our jobs because we loved our jobs so much. But that's what we, we preach a lot about, like, feel the fear and do it anyway, like, and there's no point in waiting till something's perfect before doing it because yeah. for us, that, we would, you would never, ever do it, especially mm. as a mum with no time. I think, as well, the fact that we're both, intrinsically, we're really hard workers and we're grafters. We the fact that we were building a business along the side of having day jobs, really fast paced, hard, intensive day jobs and kids 
that to us, like, we just did it. We both yeah. just did it. We Neither of us was yeah. like, oh, yeah. I'm tired. I'm not yeah. going to do it. Like, we did it. Because we had I no would choice be, at the time. We will be checking this as mothership emails, building mm-hmm. content, thinking about things on my commute on the way to stylist. Remember, and then I could never, ever, ever look at anything for this as mothership during stylist because it was so full on. So Gemma would be chasing. I was freelance. Emails. I was just like, oh, it's fine. I can yeah. just do this. Anytime. I remember and, we did uh, we did a shoot and we were both in the same studios. Yeah. And like, but doing different shoots. Like we mm. just happened to be in the same studios. I remember we like run out and take a picture from mothership. It was ridiculous. It was what we were doing. We were totally winging both of our jobs. But looking back, do you feel like you had enough? downtime at that no. I mean no okay no. I've just written a feature for Space NK magazine actually on burnout because mm-hmm. um, I actually did was really on the cusp of proper proper burnout mm-hmm. and that was around the time so for 18 months I think we went back and we did the both things alongside of each other and this is mothership was just growing and growing and growing and it was amazing and it was so fun and we were building this audience and it was new and it was exciting and brands were starting to want to work with us and stylist was also amazing mm-hmm. um, and I was doing my dream job and creating amazing content for a magazine that I loved with a team that I loved but it there did come to a point where I physically couldn't do both mm-hmm. and Leo was getting older um and like also they huh I was gonna say you were trying to get pregnant but you I didn't know at the time right no, okay. sorry yeah I didn't yeah. know at the time yeah I was right. trying to get That's pregnant a whole other chapter. and um you couldn't fall pregnant I couldn't fall pregnant and mm-hmm. because I'd fallen pregnant with Leo so quickly within like a matter of weeks I was like why can't I fall like I was like I just need to get pregnant so I can go on maternity yeah. leave and this will all be fine and all yeah. the stress will go away but I just couldn't get pregnant and it, it was literally it was like bubbling and bubbling and we were both just totally broken and just like what are we going to do how's this going to work and then just certain things had happened we'd been offered jobs through mothership mm-hmm. and stylists weren't that happy with us doing it it kind of came to a point with stylists where i think they were really happy with me doing it mm. up to a point right. where it then became something that was becoming big mm-hmm. and it kind of wasn't a hobby job it was anymore. Just a mm. and i do see from a business point of view that i was their beauty director mm-hmm. but then i was also co-founder of this as mothership and which one were brands wanting to work with more yeah but, you know, like, there were ways in which people could can do both or could do mm, both. But mm. this was three, two, two and a half yeah. years ago. And yeah. I think they, to be completely honest, they were like, you have to choose. And yeah. I was like, yeah. yeah. And so I decided six weeks before that I was going to quit. I, like, knew the day I was going to quit, but mm-hmm. I decided. There was actually um, a really interesting... I, do you remember I went for that fit, that massage? Yeah. I was basically I was editing this big beauty issue. And... Yeah. Um, as in like every single page was down to me and I was like I can't leave can't have my noticing until this is like put to bed and it was edited because I just was like I don't want to rock the boat like this is like a big deal for me like the entire issue has like every idea in here is mine Mm -hmm. and I went for this feature this um, massage for this feature with Anastasia Kilios Mm -hmm. and it was a bit of a like healing feature and I remember (laughs) and a healing massage and I was lying on the bed and I was just like all this stress and everything all these different things were going through my was going through my mind and she had barely touched me and um like it sounds so weird when Mm -hmm. I talk about it but it was like this moment during this during this treatment where it was like all these um thoughts and stress it was all scattered through my head and all of a sudden they like piled up one by one on top of each other and it was like these are all my thoughts all of a sudden they made sense one-on-one on top of each other and I took Mm. this like big intake of breaths or a white light and like literally like sobbed and I left and I came back to the office and I remember people were like you look really different and I was like yeah no I've just had the best treatment ever and in that and I left and I was like I'm gonna quit my job like that's it and I decided um and then hands on my notice 
we were like, we're going to do this, we're going to make this work. We'd, mm. we'd always had an event with Fresh Beauty booked in that we were mm. going to do, and I knew at the time that I was pregnant, and I was like, oh my... We'd we'd never discussed with each other about having a second kid. We Neither of us were even sure if we wanted another kid. Or right. anything. It just had never been a conversation point. And we had this event booked in with Fresh, mm-hmm. and so I knew at the time I was very early pregnancy, and I'd had some issues, and I was fainting and stuff, and I was like, I'm going to have to tell Sam that I'm pregnant, just in case something happens to me when I'm there. And what, what will this mean for mothership? Like... Mm is she going to carry on? Am I going to go on maternity leave? And she's just going to take over? And how can I step back from this when I've come so far and built this up? Yeah. And it was that fear again of what I had with styling that then I'd realised that it's absolutely fine to just let go if you have to let go. And so I turned up before the event and we met in a little coffee shop and we sat down and Sam was like, have you got any sugar? Have you got any sweets on you? And I was like, that's such a weird thing for her to ask. I'm the one with a sweet tooth in our relationship. Yeah. Here. Like, she would never ask for that. And then I was like, hang on a second. And I was like, I've got something to tell you. And she was like, I've got something to tell you too. And we basically found out we were both pregnant and we were two weeks apart. Oh, I totally so questioned. Yeah. The week after I handed in my notes. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so we then went and sat on a bench in a park before. And had a freak out because I just yeah. handed in my notice. Okay. So like we were meant to be doing like, we were meant to be doing this, this is mothership. Like this was our job. Like, yeah. you know, we were like meant to be like going full force at it. We'd realised that we were both pregnant. I wasn't going to get another maternity pay. Yeah. So I was and like, we called, oh, like, we called our husband, yeah. Sam's part bench, we called our husbands and I was like, Breeze, Sam and Nick are having a baby. And he was like, what (laughs) what is going on here so then we were like okay this is either going to be the best thing or the worst thing like we just kind of have to go with it and just let it roll because there's nothing we can't control the situation as we already had the both both had the same working dynamic Mm. like we were always very like we want to work Mm -hmm. we were always the kind of people i could never sell home with a baby yeah Yeah. i could never just sell home with a baby the whole time Every situation is really unique. We both had a first maternity yeah. leave where that was it. Was we were just really yeah. focused on the baby. Mm-hmm. We had it's that time. so yeah. important to have that time. Second time, I do think second babies are different because okay. you don't have that downtime anyway. You've got yeah. a toddler running around. Did you either so, of you have morning sickness badly? She had it really I just badly. Had really bad pregnancies. Did Two you? Them, like horrendous. So how did you do it with a three-year-old? Um, with yeah, yeah. So she was three at the time. I basically I was sick a lot. She was in nursery a couple oh. of days a week. She's with my in-laws as well. I actually don't even know. <laughs> I don't know how. But I I just think when you're a mum like that's it. You just get on with it because you yeah. just have to. Towards the end was particularly, I had something called SPD, which is actually now called PGP. It's a pelvic issue where you basically feel like your pelvic's cracking. So at the end of my pregnancy, I was on crutches. I could not do a thing. Like, I remember, I don't know why we were in Holborn walking past stylist offices. And I remember, like, pretty much collapsing on the street. Like, because I we, were get, we were going to speak to the stylist No, Yeah, and then we went to the Rosewood yeah. after. And I couldn't even walk any further. Like, it really? was just so bad. Okay. But it's just that thing. You just... You just get on with it. Mm. You just have no choice. Mm. It's bizarre. It's... Can we talk a bit about time? So there's something that people say when you have children that you have <laughs> Which you said, yeah, you realise you have no time. Yeah. But before that, getting ready for an evening out, let's say. If you're going out yeah. for dinner on a Saturday night, maybe, and you've got no kids, you might have a shower or bath, oh, dry your yeah. hair. So like, those days were so lovely. Yeah. So were both of you <laughs> that person? And how did you yeah. adjust that then? I never was. You oh were. my God, I was. Yeah. I remember yeah. before I went to work and every morning... I would wash my hair, dry my hair, tong my hair. I'd do, like, <laughs> so many layers of makeup. I mean, yeah. to be honest, I probably look quite similar to how <laughs> I, I look today. But, like, I had the time to take, and I found it all so enjoyable because that's what I loved. I loved products and getting I think it's also part of your job like and your trial things. Yeah, and, and, then, and then I had a baby, and I was like, oh, my God, how does this work? Yeah. So it was, like, 
beady sh- getting ready while having a shower while he was in the bouncer like literally in two minutes and yeah. then rough dry my hair and shoving it in a bun I don't think I like tonged it for a year mm-hmm. and um learning these like really speedy hacks so like eyeshadow sticks you can like put on with one hand and smudge on your eye and like mm-hmm. everything was in stick format mm-hmm. that I would use stick blush and everything because you could use one hand and smudge it in with the same hand while you're holding the baby and the just I mean everything just became so yeah. speedy and I think we just we learn ways to adapt because you have to again. Yeah. Um, but I think it's funny about we were just talking on the way here that how nice this morning it was a very rare morning where you took kids to nursery, but my husband took my kids to nursery and I mm-hmm. had an hour before I had to be here, and yeah. that never happens. And all I did was lay in my bed and watch Lorraine. <laughs> it wasn't even a good show; like there wasn't good yeah. guests on it or anything like that. But like just to do that felt literally magical. It felt so yeah. rejuvenating and. Yeah, it's it amazing is, how the parameters of what's luxurious yeah, exactly, are adjusted, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And I think now, if for whatever reason, if we were going out for dinner and we had lots of time, say the kids were staying at our house or something, and we had actually lots of time before going out for dinner, I'd probably choose to have a nap or watch yeah. something on TV yeah. rather than spend an hour spend getting ready. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So funny. Um, you mentioned getting your body back, as it were. Yeah. What did you do and how did you find that process? So I, yeah, I didn't just snap back or whatever it is. I do think it took probably like nine to 12 months really mm, mm. for the weight to fall off. I didn't, when I was on maternity leave with Leo, I had, I've got no family in London. So mm. it wasn't, I never had the opportunity where I could be like, can you just watch a baby for half an hour while I go to the gym or anything like that? I had mm. no one who could watch him unless yes. we happened to have family come over for the weekend or whatever. So he was always with me. I think I just walked so I never walked more than when I first had him mm. like just walked every day for miles miles and miles and eventually it came off and but I wasn't really so bothered about it I don't think mm-hmm. like I thought that I would be more bothered about it and then I think as happens with a lot of women as um the baby gets kind of older and starts to crawl and walk and you actually have no time mm-hmm. like you're constantly on the go it kind of fell off quite quickly and I think I was probably slimmer when I went back to work mm-hmm. than I was before I fell pregnant after running around uh, I think also what's quite important is now you're saying about having time and stuff now we prioritize any spare time we have differently like I think before you wouldn't have been someone who would go to the gym and do an exercise class and now you would do that more for your mind and escape well so before I had Leo I was really into exercise so I would go spinning I'd go to cycle I'd do everything because that was my world and it was the beauty Mm -hmm. world and the wellness world after I had him and we'd moved slightly further out I didn't because Mm -hmm. I had no one to look after him and I was like I don't understand how mums do this it was very different after I had Alfie because I was like, right, I have no time to myself because yeah. I'm with a baby and a toddler all the time. So I actually made um, the decision that when my husband would get home from work, I'd be like, bye. And I yeah. found a gym five minutes down my road mm-hmm. and I now go like once, twice a week. And that is my only hour that I get to myself. But mm-hmm. I go boxing there and I do like whatever class is on that I can get to by the time he gets home from work but that actually made me feel so much better once yeah. I had two kids I think yeah. it's also like escape like you can't be on your phone yeah. you can't have me messaging you me like nobody no, yeah. it's about, that hour is about yeah. nobody apart from me nobody yeah. can ask anything of me my husband my kids Gemma like yeah. anyone no one can ask me anything it's just about me and I think I do that more for a mental like cleanse rather than the physical right. like yeah. that's why that's I that's just sort of not something that's happened yeah, yeah. Um, what about skin did either of you have any issues throughout your pregnancy with pigmentation or anything like that? I think my skin was better when I was pregnant than it right. ever has been. It okay. was like plumper and fresher and I looked more alive. Yeah. Uh, whereas I I had bad pigmentation did when you? I was pregnant, yeah. What did you do to get rid of it afterwards? 
So after I had Leo, I um, went on quite heavy Obagi retinol, which mm-hmm. was amazing, and my skin looked really good afterwards. So Gemma breastfed Belle for, what, what a year? year? Yeah. So, like, yeah, you can't use anything, anything like that. Right, Whereas, yeah. like, Leo, um, I, I think I combination fed him for, like, three months, and mm-hmm. then so I was, like, back into the world of every product going. Mm-hmm. Um, Alfie, I don't feel like it was as bad. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, it was just a combination of just extreme tiredness mm-hmm. and looking grey and gaunt, so all we talk about is how to get glowing skin, how yeah. to get the glow back constantly. And I was going to ask about feeling like your skin was better during pregnancy. When it got to afterwards, did you feel like suddenly more inclined to put makeup on your skin than you had before? So it's interesting. Like breastfeeding has a massive impact on your body, your skin, everything. So I was fine until I stopped breastfeeding because you keep right. the pregnancy hormones the whole time. When I stopped breastfeeding, everything went tits up, literally, like, lost my boobs. Um, <laughs> my hair f- fell out huge amounts. Like, that was... I found that so difficult. I'd never... I'd always had the same thick hair. Um, so we both actually found that after our pregnancies. So yeah. we did a course of nioxin, which, which was right. a game changer for us. And in fact, I was looking back at pictures from a year ago and when we were using nioxin, and I messaged Shema the other day, and I was like... I want to go back on dioxin. So when you've got um, hair falling out, it basically right. helps to speed up the hair growth. Do you, is it topical or do you it's, take... Yeah, it's a shampoo conditioner. Oh, okay, so literally yeah. just yeah. put it on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. yeah, yeah. Um, so we used that for six months, I mm-hmm. think, and like we had our scalp scan and just the results of... You can actually physically see the like more hair coming out. Yeah. Very personal question about yes. pelvic floor exercises. Yes. Did either of you do them? No, she should have done. <laughs> I've, had, I've had massive problems. I did. Okay. I did pelvic floor exercises throughout both my pregnancies. Mm-hmm. Um, did you? I, yeah. I didn't do any. Do you know I always do it. Like obsessed with it. Um, let's all do it now. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell. Can you? Find something weird tell. about <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I basically after so I had a pelvic problem throughout. I, I probably had it when I had my daughter Belle towards the end of pregnancy, but mm. didn't know what it was. Then I had it again, um, this PGP, when I was pregnant with my son Ace, and it was horrendous. After he was born, after you have babies, um, you're meant to get your diastasis recti checked, which mm-hmm. is the muscles in the middle of your stomach. For whatever reason, I wasn't checked at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I didn't know that my diastasis had separated so far apart that it had caused a disc in my back to slip. So this is when my son was about six months old probably Um, and the disc in my back was basically resting on my bladder so everything went terribly wrong Um, I'm never having any more children by the way (laughs) Um, and so I had no stomach muscles as well like at all and so that can cause incontinence so many different problems yeah so pelvic floor is like yeah god like do it my sister's pregnant now and i'm like have you please done, do your pelvic floor it, it, it. yeah it's so yeah. important to do it what would have happened if you hadn't done your pelvic floor i don't know it probably would have separated even further apart so then i was working with a women's health physio so if anyone has any problems a real physio doesn't count yeah. sorry a general physio doesn't count it must be women's health physio because okay. they're the only ones that fully understand everything all the workings of after you've had a baby yeah. and how it's supposed to work and she was brilliant and she basically got so I had a gap of over four centimetres in my stomach. So wow. the muscles are usually like this right together. together. Yeah. Um, yeah. But my muscles were here. Oh so you could God. feel like a hole in my stomach. So she worked on the exercise. I still do them now. With This Is Mothership, you must get loads and loads of feedback from women who've had babies asking you things. I just wanted to ask what the most common things that you're asked about are. 
skincare all the time. Yeah, skincare. People just I think it's the fact that people feel tired yeah. and exhausted and, look and tired. drained. Like, so they look tired, tired and yeah. exhausted and drained. Like getting a glow, fake tan. But they the don't glass, want you know? to look. They like we were saying, how you look affects how you feel, yeah. and they don't want to look how they feel. Yeah. So how can they change that? So what's your advice on that then? We're like, you must take your makeup off every single night, no matter <laughs> how tired you not are. Not using a face properly. wipe. If there's anyone listening and you're so tired and you are a mum and you just can't even crawl to the bathroom yeah. to take your makeup off, this works in transit. No traces are like little cotton pads soaked in rose water, and we keep at the in those days we kept them by our bed, mm-hmm. and we literally would just lie in the bed, use those to take our makeup off because if you don't take if you don't cleanse properly, then nothing else yeah. that you put on your skin is you know it's going to ever do its job. So that was our step one. Yeah. You must cleanse your skin properly. Mm-hmm. We love a bit of fake tan. Yeah, we always talk about fake tan. What fake tan do both of you use? We both float between. Um, I like the Sandra Pay Purity yeah. Mist that's so effortless. Okay. You literally just spritz it on yeah. and go. Yeah. Um, and I like I use that. I alternate between a couple, but I also like the Tan Lux Sleep Oil. There's right. a new one now with hyaluronic acid in it, and you put yeah. it on, and you're like, oh. Yeah. I've been away for a weekend. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we yeah. swear by. I mean, we talk about this product so much. So we've spoken about it too many times, but we genuinely go through pots of it and we use it so much. The Becca Under Eye Corrector. Right. right. Is that the one that's like salmon knee? Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. So, uh, so yeah. amazing. And actually, when we um, film our sofa sessions, um, which is a series where we go and interview people in their own homes yeah. and we look in their bathroom cabinets and they have them and yeah. they're like, "We got it. I got yeah. this because yeah, of yeah. you." Yeah. We're like, "Yes." <laughs> For people who are really suffering with dark and dry circles, it makes such a difference. Mm. Do you put concealer on top of it? Yeah, I do. You do? I'm not much of a face makeup person. Like, I love... I think it's probably to do with the whole styling thing, but I love a red lip and doing a nice eye and that sort of thing. What red Um, lip do you have on at the moment? This is a new one I've just tried today. It's Estee Lauder um, Pure Colour. Mm -hmm. I usually wear... Well... I have a lot. I usually do a Smashbox always on, which literally does not budge. But this, the Estee Lauder one's just a bit more glowy. Yeah. It's not that. Is it not this no, one? No, it's a different. I don't know. I like the Estee Lauder Poppy Sauvage. Pure colour Poppy Sauvage. Yeah, so mine's Pure Colour Envy and Envious. So it? when you're doing your getting ready to leave the house sort of face, for you it's just like under eye yeah. lipstick. I like it to she spends ages time. getting dressed, whereas okay. like, I spend so, on the yeah. Okay, <laughs> totally, like, literally the opposites. Like today, like I've just literally got on mascara and red lip. Like, okay, um, fine. Yeah, and fake tan, obviously. Yeah. That went on last night. Um, yeah, I'm all about the clothes, so I can yeah, yeah. So that's what takes ages. I really today. like your shoes, though. I clocked them as soon as you came in. They're these Chanel sandals, and they're awesome. Um, so, what about you? What What do you do? Like, if you're getting ready to just leave the house just to go for house. lunch, what goes on your face? Okay, so I will always. So I kind of lay a couple of primers. I always like an illuminating primer underneath mm. my foundation. Do you have a favorite, or is it? Anything? I really like well the Victoria Beckham Morning Aura for Estee yeah. Lauder, but like I'm so scared to I've use it. I've got like the tiny. I can yeah, see this like you can't tell what's left. Oh, what's in it yeah. and like obviously it's she's so not going to do that well it might come in her new collection who knows yeah um so i love that one um and then i'm really loving it at the moment rather than heavy foundations because obviously like we are cuddling and kissing our kids and yeah. i don't really want anything transferring onto them and um, we like when we're using foundations a lighter yeah. skin tint mm. foundation this is my daughter always says to me when i pick up a nursery or whatever I've, I've always got a lip on like usually got a lip on and she's like mommy is this one that comes off or is this one that stays on and if i'm like no it comes <laughs> off she's like don't kiss me I don't yeah. kiss <laughs> so like i'm using so the funny. chanel um le beige what is it the to- eau de ton the water yeah. do you know the one yes. so yeah. that's amazing at the moment it just gives you 
a bit of a glow. I triple lay my concealers. Do so you? I have the Becca <laughs> under eye corrector, like and then on top queen. I put the Giorgio Armani Luminous Silk. Is it? Is it a Luminous Silk concealer? I think that's what it's called. Okay. And then the Becca Pro Stick concealer, which wow. I just think is amazing okay. to seal everything. Yeah. Um, can live without an eyeliner flick. So for me, that is the Clinique. We talk about this all the time. The Clinique Easy. Pretty easy. Pretty easy eyeliner. Mm-hmm. It is the easiest eyeliner to use, and I feel like that and mascara just make my eyes. Why look is it so easy? Is it like a felt? Oh, it's it's not a felt. T- I find felt tips hard. It's like mm. a brush. Oh, okay. Fine. Yeah, like a very yeah. really like valuable brush. Yeah. Right. Okay. So it moves nicely. Yeah. It moves yeah. really yeah. nicely. Yeah. It glides yeah. on, and it doesn't go grey like a lot of. Um, liners do mm. so absolutely love that and then bronzer all the bronzer no, for me powder um, bronzer powder bronzer okay and if there are mums who are listening who just don't feel themselves at all and are in that stage where you're listening to podcasts because yeah. you know you're just yeah. sitting at home with your kid um, what advice would you give them to sort of get back get in the shower and wash your hair yeah. okay, you right. feel so much better get outside yeah. 10 minutes you literally yeah. walk around the block and okay. come back to your house and get in the shower wash your it. hair dry it off put some sunglasses on red lip a red lip and go for a walk right. yeah. get out in the yeah. world again yeah. 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 Like, remove yourself from your situation so if you're sitting in your house and you feeling rubbish and you think your clothes are rubbish and that your face looks rubbish and everything just remove yourself yeah change what you can yeah yeah it is really incredible though how um clean hair can make you yeah totally agree yeah i mean it really does doesn't it right well that's very good advice up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 